Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You may notice that this is a different intro to the show mm. than what you're used to. Isn't that right, Jerry? Yeah, I, I didn't even know we weren't going to have like a song. Well, here's what's happening, guys. We've recorded an episode for you. And as the title of the episode you're listening to right now says, it is, of course, The Nightbird. 1997 edition. We look forward to these. Of course. Every yeah, time. We love the Nightbird. You, uh, Joseph it's curates, an occasion. Joseph curates the finest of 1997. <laughs> and, uh, or any time, any year. And usually these are hoot. Yeah. These are yeah, usually a great time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we like it. It's fun. Uh, yeah. It's a little change from the usual thing and, uh, you know, whatever. Um, so we're just doing this little intro. And, and we're also going to bookend this episode with a little outro as well, just so you know what's coming. But this episode, so as you know, if you follow along with our show here and our whole deal, when we get to these Nightbird episodes, what Jerry and I often like to do is partake in a little something out of the ordinary. And for us, sometimes that means the magic mushrooms, mm -hmm. as the kids call them. Right. Uh, and they are truly magic. They, they sprout from the earth in various places and they provide real life magic. They don't kill you. They definitely don't. Zero people have ever died as far mm -hmm. as I know. And so that's great. So I'm just giving you a heads up. What you're about to hear once the official episode begins is a, a period of time. I forget how long it ended up being. Uh, I guess you know, roughly a, a typical episode length, I think, somewhere in the ballpark. What you're going to hear is our real-time experience uh, that we had here in the garage that night. Oh, and just for further detail, we're right now, as we record these little bookends here, it's a Saturday afternoon. Mm -hmm. And the episode you're going to hear was recorded just back on this previous Wednesday, Wednesday. night. It was Wednesday right. night, yeah. So we're a few days removed. Now, so needless to say, what you're going to hear is a, uh, what, what, what do we... It's a journey What through, do we say? It's a, it's a journey through psychosis. There was a journey, guys. It was, it is, uh, I can't say it's, the, hmm, I don't want to start it off in a bad way. Well, no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely a vulnerable <laughs> part of my life. Do I want it? Do I want this if we're up for public consumption? Uh, half and half. 
uh, sure. on this one, but we'll at the end of it we'll talk about yeah. that. So I'll, I'll just I'll I'll apologize in advance for oh my, my part God. of this episode yeah. <laughs> I, and my part too. I, I I don't remember any of it. Um, so anyway, we just song. wanted to just give a heads up, stick around toward the end. Uh, we're going to, we're going to join back with you to, to wrap this up a little bit. So here we go. Enjoy the 1997, the, 19, the 1997 Nightbird comp, uh, music compilation that Joseph put together, uh, will be also my first listen to. <laughs> yes. Enjoy the Nightbird 1997. Grunge became a noun. It seemed a way to pigeonhole a bunch of bands. Along the way, somebody decided to call it grunge. What is grunge? Does it involve the flannel shirt? Joseph Rose. And I'm Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Hey, you. The sound of our voices <laughs> in the headphones right now is wild. It's free. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm fine, Joseph. How are you? <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> welcome to the Nightbird. Guys, we're presenting you with a playlist of songs from the year 1997. We have exhausted all that 1996 has to offer, and we find ourselves in a new realm currently. We're entering into... <laughs> Guys, look. I mean, guys, look, Jerry and I are under the influence of golden teacher mushrooms. Is that a specific type? It is. Is that good? It's the best. Oh, fuck, dude. (laughs) As is representative for any day of our lives, Jerry and I are totally opposite (laughs) right now. Um, having said that we're professional broadcasters and we'll be as professional as we ever are. Isn't that right, Jerry? Mm -hmm. How are you doing, Jerry? I mean, I just want to take a nap. Let's communicate. I just want to take a nap here and just, uh, get this, uh, over and done with. Why do you want everything to be over and done with? I don't want this in my ear right now. (laughs) Terribly honest with you. (laughs) Stop it. I gotta go. Oh, shut your mouth. Don't you you dare. Listen, I'll be back in a minute. I'll be back in a minute. You guys handle this. We'll, we'll hit pause. No, 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 no. There's no pause. I mean, I'll do it in editing. No, no. Just just continue to tell the people. But this, this can't happen for me, man. Not today. <laughs> this is too intense. Jerry has returned from his little walkabout. What's happening, Jerry? Can you at least fill us in a little in a calm fashion? <laughs> Jerry is... In the chair next to me, guys, um, he is wrapped in my blanket that I usually have on the couch over here. Uh, would you like to describe in any way the experience that you're having? How many times can Jerry use the word hellish 
No, no, it's not that. <laughs> what What's going on? What are you feeling? Talk to me a little. I'm trying not to fight it, but it's... Uh... You should definitely try not to fight it. I don't. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting through it, you know? I'm trying to enjoy it, but it's impossible. It's impossible? This is too intense, man. And I don't want to talk. All I want to do is lay down. What do you, what do you, uh, tell me to try to find your words, Jared. What do you I feel? just sort of want to lay down now? Well, but we can't, we're in the middle of a podcast. So as soon as it's over, we can lay down. Uh, I'll cuddle you. It'll be great. But then I have to listen to music and I'm not into that either. Well, maybe once it starts, you'll enjoy it. All right. I mean, I know Jerry, God forbid you were to enjoy anything. <laughs> oh, so by the way, guys, as I was saying, this is the night bird and we're going to do a playlist of songs released in the year. 1997 um and that's what i that's what i've put together and i believe that none of the songs will be from an album that we will do an an episode on now i've said that before and i've been wrong we did go ahead and like end up doing it an episode but i don't think so and i wrestled with a couple of these songs because they were on an album that i was like i love this album and I think we should do an episode, but what is the likelihood that Jerry and the bulk of the audience will share my love for this album? And I guess it was questionable enough on a couple of these where I was like, you know what? Maybe they're not ready. You know, maybe they're not ready. I went ahead and just picked out a song for the Nightbird instead. Good, good, good. That's that's the name of this thing. <laughs> you, you like it better when I uh, veer conservatively in that way. I gather. Yeah, I think that's probably the way to go. <laughs> Jerry, why can you, will you uh, make an attempt to describe to me what it is you're experiencing? Nothing. Um, there are just a lot of colors. Oh, you're seeing some colors. Mm-hmm. You've got your eyes closed. Yeah. Guys, Jerry is having a true psychedelic experience right now. He's seeing colors. I don't want the narration. <laughs> this is not the way to do this. Okay, uh, should we get to some listener mail? Go ahead. Guys. Uh, Can you read that? Yeah, yeah. By the way, if you stop by thegrungepodcast.com, you'll find all the stuff. And here we go. We've got a message from Brad. Wow, it is wild to try and read this right now. I'm going to be honest, but okay. Brad, he says, I found you guys a while back on Spotify, and you guys are my favorite podcast on the entirety of the internet. I've been working my way through all of the podcasts. Just listen to The Nightbird 2020. I share your love of great music. Pearl Jam and Soundgarden are my favorite bands. I live in Seattle, so I've been lucky to see Pearl Jam a bunch of times. And it is wild to read these words right now. It's wild. I can't imagine. I don't know how you're reading it. It goes on a bit, but uh, yeah, words. Um, Let's see. Okay, I've got another email. (laughs) Okay, that one's full of words as well, uh, as it turns out. Uh, The visual is probably better for this than the the actual listening of this show. No, no, this is fantastic. Should we... Mm. Do you think we should go right for the playlist at this point? Do you have any feelings about 1997, Jerry? Do you have any? I think everything I'd had had full <clears throat> course, 96, everything happened, 97, just sort of like, all right, we had to deal with your issues at that point. What? 
Yeah, that's what happened. So what happened in 1997? In 1996, everything, uh, you quit school, uh, you had to find a house and all that stuff, and then you did, and then 1997, you just lived with it. Where were you at that you? point? 1997. You all that stuff. I was in Pottstown. Pottstown? What, who were you living with? What was that? Oh, no, no, it was probably, it was one of the few times I was by myself. You were living alone in an apartment? Mm-hmm. What kind of job were you working back then? I worked three. I worked two <laughs> jobs. I was a movie theater guy and uh, worked at the wall. Or Sam Goody at the time. I think it was the wall. I don't know. I'm getting them all mixed up now. All of your jobs were contained within the mall. Mm -hmm. That's convenient. Very. (laughs) Were you driving at this point? No. You were taking the bus. I was. I was. I didn't need a bus. I lived right next door. Oh no shit! Mm -hmm. You lived next to the mall, Mm -hmm. and you walked right over. Mm -hmm. No shit. Rain, rain or shine. Oh well, it took a mile to get there. Oh, a mile. Yeah, I'm sorry. It took a mile to get there. Okay, that's a little hike, but not the worst. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it was good. It was a, it was a, it kept me in shape. That's good. Yeah, that's what counts. Uh, is there any uh, particular musical memories or anything like that that you may have had coming into 1997? Do you remember what you were into or what you were doing with yourself? Yeah, hip hop. It was mostly hip hop. What did you look like in 1997? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't know. Jerry. Okay, guys. <clears throat> Um, we're going to start it off. <gasps> oh, let me not get too excited here. This is the Nightbird. Uh, but track number one on this playlist is from a band that we know and love very much. Poor Soundgarden had broken up. Okay, let's just, before we start, Soundgarden had broken up. And it had been just a little bit, not very long. And then they went ahead and released a compilation album called A-Sides of, basically it was a greatest hits album. But there was a song that none of us had heard before. It was called Bleed Together. And that's how we'll start. Soundgarden. Cornell was not fucking around back in the day. I don't think he ever had a weak moment. This dude. Sounds good as fuck. <laughs> he sounds the same. He doesn't really sound he's like just negative Jerry. Jerry yeah, Jerry came here right from work, and uh, he's been crabby because he had a bad work day, and of course it colored everything y'all are hearing and seeing, <laughs> and everything he's feeling. I do like the blanket. I did. This is this was a new wrinkle. I didn't know this, Jerry. I just learned this tonight as we've been here doing this. Uh, your significant other is not aware that you do this. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's not a thing. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> what, Terry? You're not participating? <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> I mean, what would that have looked like? I don't know. Struggling here with a button. Whoa. This shit's crazy. Guys, give me just one second. I'm struggling with a goddamn button. That was Soundgarden. Uh, track two is Bjork. Yoga. Except us, because it's through headphones. <laughs> so no, they're just doing their own thing. But they're pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. Very What's that? Very unique. Yeah, yeah. Know this jam? No, you don't. Uh, I fell off of York. I had a girlfriend. Once she broke, once I broke up with a girlfriend, it was over. I didn't pay much attention to York. This is uh, the Homogenic album, and you know I'm not a deep York fan. Never really was. I thought she was cool and interesting, and you know I'd, I'd give a listen to some stuff. But I did. I do remember I had quite a little phase of this album. I think for whatever reason I got into it pretty good, probably because of this jam. I liked human behavior. That was the one that got me into it. That's the one with the bear in the woods and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Bjork has been a star of our Nightbirds. Oh yeah, we've never done a Bjork album, and I don't know that we will. But she's always been a welcome. She's always taken up a a welcome spot on the Nightbirds. At least. At least two, or or maybe three now. I think all of them. All of the Nightbirds? All of the Nightbirds. <laughs> she puts an album out every time? I'm not sure if that's true. But definitely two or three. How many Nightbirds have we done? I don't know. Too many. 
<laughs> Maddie, I thought you liked them. I do like them. You don't like anything today. Guys, have you ever done mushrooms? <laughs> I feel terrible that there's no video of this now. <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. Jerry, would you like a little more weed? No, I'm good. You're good. I'm gonna have a little more weed. It is pretty cool, you know. Normally, when we're doing an, an episode in here, I have a little, a little lamp that's over in the corner uh, by my records that I turn on, and that's just, you know, when we're not filming, you know, we don't, we don't usually film all the things. Anyway, I have a little lamp, and tonight it's not on, and the video light's not on. And the light from outside is dimming because it is now 7.46 in the p.m. We're recording this earlier than usual. And the sun is setting, making the contrast of the beautiful lasers in the room. This is not a microdose. Even greater. This is a full heavy thing you gave me. I did not. <laughs> you gave five and a half grams. <laughs> so Jerry, not even in the ballpark. Of five grams. Nor would I have given you five grams. No. Me and you took the same exact amount. I don't know what that is. Nowhere near five grams. No. I'm a lightweight, I guess. I mean, do you want to know the amount? Will it matter to you? Sure. You want to know the amount? Yeah. We took two and a half grams. It's oh. a lot. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it very... feels like a lot. Yeah. Oh, this is Erica Badu. I love Erica Badu. This is on and on from the Baduism album. There's going to be an Erica Badu album that we're going to do. Oh, good. But this ain't the one. Love this jam, though. If a female... If a female friend of mine came to me and said, Joseph, I've never done mushrooms in my life, but I hear you talk about them and gosh, it sounds like they're delightful. I would like to have some. Can you give them to me? I would say, why, yes, darling, I can help you with that. I'm going to give you two or two and a half grams of these golden teacher mushrooms for your first time in the world to make it just right for you just to give you enough of a taste to know what what mushrooms are like but not so much as that you know you could be too overwhelmed and so that's what I gave you tonight Jerry you're my little flower well it's too much you're my little darling you know what though let's not fight it let's just let it happen uh, unfortunately well, guys, there's no choice you're gonna suffer through this as I'm gonna go through my own personal thing what are you going through Jerry I'm just going to sit here and take it all in, man. I'm nothing really, I feel... You got anything on your mind? No. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing, nothing at all. Nothing. <laughs> I love this guy. I love this little jar. 
I love this fucking song. I'm gonna freak out. I remember not being What's that? Hip-hop was so good in 97 that this sort of almost... It was. This is... It's nice, but it felt pedestrian. Would you call this hip-hop? R&B. This, I believe... I, you know, I, I could be wrong, but this maybe came to define what the kids call neo-soul. Have you heard that term? Ne- neo-soul. I thought uh, Lauryn Hill was part of that, too. Probably, yeah. That sounds about right. Lauryn Hill. Definitely. Jerry, you don't want a little bit of this Chiba? No, I'm good. A little bit of this Herb? My man? I'm good. A little bit of this uh, Grass? (laughs) Just the same. God damn, that's good. Oh shit, Jerry, what are you doing? <laughs> are you struggling? Are you feeling a struggle? What's going on, Jerry? Huh? I can't hear you. I'm going to go through my own thing over here. Man. You're having a hard time? We're just going to let Jerry have a hard time for a minute here. He's struggling or something. Oh, this is my favorite version. This is for you, Daddy. Of land. Oh, she even said it was for me. <laughs> Um, this is landslide from what was this thing called? Oh, sorry guys, sorry guys. The dance. Uh, this is the dance. This was a thing that they did. They got together and did this great VH1 sort of unplugged situation for VH1. I took my love and I took it down. I love this. Oh God, her voice is so good. thing jerry yeah. we can't hear you on the mic buddy <laughs> so what's that it was around you don't like it i mean i, I mean, it's like, it's fucking <laughs> what's the matter fleetwood jerry? mac yes flanslide uh, so. it's from fleet fleetwood mac yeah well they're yeah we've heard this before you don't like it no it's okay all right well i've been afraid of changing because i this is not on the version uh, of the band that Pete sent me an album of. I'm sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna return that record soon. I keep meaning to do it. God damn it! Sorry, Pete. Why am I apologizing? You did it. He said the wrong one. He's. I think. God damn it! I'm a little disorganized, being on mushrooms and all. But Pete did send me a message recently. I believe he called me a cunt. That's a good thing. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I think that's what he called it. It's friendship. He told me to go return the goddamn record, mm-hmm. which I do need to do. 
Sorry, guys. This is my favorite version of Landslide. Listen to that. Son of a bitch. Beautiful. That part works so good on this particular version because we're hearing old Stevie. Like, you hear it. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's really a real fucking thing right here. I really feel like this version of this song gives it the weight that it always wanted to have. That the words always wanted it to have. Execution, it was always It's a great song no matter what. There's something about this version of Stevie's voice. Ooh, bitch. So good. Well, maybe the landslide brings I just, <laughs> Jerry, I just glanced at the track list. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I just, I didn't even mean to look. I just happened to see what was coming up next. As I was in the middle of this beautiful version of Landslide that I love. Like, I'm a little emotional about it. I'm a little emotional about this. <laughs> version of Landslide. Uh, a new twist on a very old song. What? Okay. Uh, with oh, here we go. <laughs> Guys. This is the mighty, mighty boss tones, of course, with the Rascal King. Huge song that year. I wasn't really a fan. But it was a huge song. There was no no escaping that. <laughs> Come on, Jerry. <laughs> Lil Bomber X over here took his headphones off. He, he's off mic. I can't hear what he's saying. He's got the blanket on his face. <laughs> Jerry, I love you. I hope, wherever you are over there, I hope you can hear me. I love you. What's the night? You don't like the Mighty Boss Tones? Is that the thing? Was that? Hey guys, this is a band called Mono. The song's called High Life. And it really is a fucking great song. It sort of feels like a Christmas song to me for no reason that I can explain. But it always has felt like a Christmas song. It is not. It's 
does sound cheery. I think it's the Shakers. It somehow reminds me of like Christmas. I don't know. Guys, write in if you think this sounds like a Christmas song. What's the album called? This album's called Formica Blues, and it's great. The album's great. I wasn't sure that enough of you out there would think it's great to warrant its own episode. Guys, if you're ever if you ever find yourself with Jerry on mushrooms, don't play the mighty mighty boss tones. <laughs> He's not going to like it. He's not gonna like it. They did knock on wood too. They did that song. Um, I don't know that one, I don't think. I was never a fan. It was a huge song, so I thought it belonged here. It's representative of the sound of nineteen ninety seven. This album did not reach any mainstream popularity in the United States, I don't think. I just found it one day. I don't even know. I think I literally liked the album cover as I was digging through the bin. I'd never heard of it. I didn't know a thing about it. I couldn't even hardly read the tiny lettering that was on it. I just thought, all right, I'll give it a shot. And man, I was so fucking glad that I just rolled the dice that day. Mm. I had no idea. Based on literally does nothing. The old, does the rest of the album sound like this? Um, you know, similar enough. You know, in the same genre. Yeah, they have a sound. And I was just glad I found it. It's a real chill album This, like this. You know, it sounds, you know, this is representative. The rest of the album isn't necessarily Christmassy. <laughs> it doesn't have that special sauce that makes it Christmas. It's those those rolling drums too. Oh, the, the whole thing is Christmas. It's Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Just imagine some like flurries and some elves. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very Christmassy. Jerry, look above you. We're in That's Christmas. There's, there's red and green. Like we're in, the, we're in a sea of red and green lasers, and this song is playing. And and there, are, I close my eyes, and there are flurries. Guys, this is fantastic. This was, I'm sorry, that was too aggressive for the no, night no, bird. It, I'm sorry, it, this it, is the it, night bird. Time. What I meant to say it's was, guys, this is really fucking great. And if you have a chance to ever do mushrooms, I recommend it. But don't play the Mighty Mighty Balls tones. Do not. <laughs> Dot com. Mm. <laughs> I wish so badly that I owned mushrooms.com. I'm surprised you did. There's variants, I'm sure. (gasps) The perfect drug. Speaking of which, Nine Inch Nails thought so too in 1997. Lost Highway soundtrack. Can't keep control, can't keep track of where it's traveling. I got my heart. Take 
Jerry. Guys, this is a wild jam. Yeah, it's all over the place. I love it though. You make me this is pre Balthazar. My dog, what? <laughs> I have no idea what he's saying. He's having feelings. They're going right into my brain. Oh, <laughs> you have that. <laughs> what a jam! Holy mother of fuck! <laughs> Wow. And you remember they had that wild fucking video. This is all over. Everybody looked great. And that dog, they had the dog before it fell off the balcony. That was the dog. <laughs> Poor dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't the dog guy. No. <laughs> but it would have been wild if that was the dog. I think, wait. Yeah, that dog's already dead. Before now. <laughs> Poor dog. He just went and replaced it with a more beautiful dog. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> She'll ever be one dog. <laughs> Fucking trend. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy sounding. Holy shit, guys. That sounds crazy. <laughs> That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> Jerry, you don't like this? Oh, it's a great song. We're having a great song. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, do you hear that? <laughs> it's a lot of it. Holy noise. shit, dude, it's going crazy. <laughs> is killing me right now. I'm being pummeled to death. <laughs> in, the, in a sea of 3D lasers. <laughs> this is so fucking weird. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. Oh, what day is it? Wednesday? It's Wednesday. <clears throat> This is better than a normal Wednesday. No doubt. Holy shit, do you hear this? Mm-hmm. Guys, I hope you are all having a good fucking whatever day this finds you on. Woo. All right, got to get my head about me. 
Come on. We're doing a show. We're doing a show. We're doing a show. Get your head about you, son. I mean, come on. We're doing a show. Let's go. Find a little. All right, let me find a little little movement here. Come on, share with us a little bit. I feel my bearings coming back. Can you enjoy these lights? Can you enjoy the sound of this oh, they, music? They, yeah, everything is super wacky, but we gotta, I gotta do something for the people. You can't, you don't, uh, you're not into this jam? It's long. It's long? Is you should have done this the rest of the jam, because the rest of it was just fucking noise. Sorry, excuse <laughs> you're me. Not a, you're not a fan <laughs> no, of it. The Perfect Drug was terrible. I think there was a, really? there, was, there was a bunch of songs like that. Every oh, time I, like, Marilyn Manson did a song about drugs, it sucked. Oh, okay. I mean, when people you think are on drugs do songs about drugs, they generally blow. Well, here's Oasis. Do you know what I mean, yeah. Jerry? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they sure are. <clears throat> they were cool as fuck in this video. I didn't see the video. Oh, they were just cool as fuck. Or 1997. I think that was when I was, like, super into other things. Helicopter, Jerry. They're getting off the helicopter. Mm. Oh. Holy mother of God, that is so good. Damn, son. Oh, they're cool as fuck at this at this moment. Goddamn, this is a good sound they made. I remember I, I, rock in 1997 wasn't my thing. Like I was, I, it was it was straight up Nas or something else. But I, <laughs> yeah. I feel bad. Like I, I didn't pay attention to the back then. West Side Connection. <laughs> West Side Connection. I don't even. I was ice it's not Cube, even ringing Mac a bell. 10 and Dub C. Hmm. I missed it. Uh, great album. Best Christmas album ever. <laughs> like mono. Yeah. I like mono. <laughs> they were similar. Yeah, try to get your head back up, and then you get knocked <laughs> right back down again. So, that, you know. What's the matter, Jerry? I don't sure. know. I'm trying, I'm trying to keep a cogent thought here, and yeah. then, uh, not really really able to. I wish uh, I wish somehow, you know, not, and again, don't let me stress you out or, or ask too much of you in this moment. Uh, I, I wish you were able to somehow articulate a bit of your experience. I can't see as a general thing. I mostly. Uh, what you're saying time. is your eyesight is poor. Yeah, eyesight's poor. So right. when this type of shit happens, my eyesight's le- less than, and now it's even like. Oh, it gets worse. Yeah, farther. Oh, back, you know? see, my vision gets super, like super powered. Like it mm. gets way more clear and good. It's crazy. Mm. I get supervision. I don't have that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jerry. I mean, we also are in the dark. Just so you know. Uh, we're in a dark room with lasers projected onto every surface. <clears throat> they are red and green, and they are occasionally hearts. Sometimes they look like leaves. Sometimes they're dots. And a just a swirling thing of swirliness. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, it's about right. <laughs> What did I say, Jerry? Swirly thing. Swirliness. <laughs> Just making sure you're alive over there. Oasis. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> There's a couple jams on this playlist that I think you're going to especially love, Jerry. Honestly. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, I mean, for real. I was thinking of you, and I thought... Jerry's going to like this. I wonder if Jerry knows this already. 
Maybe you already do. I'm sure you do, at least one of them. There's a couple on here that I think you could really do. You weren't even really aware of this at the time? No, no. No? I worked at a music store, so it was like, you know, one of those things, but I never... What, this was the follow-up to the fucking giant album? I did not pay attention. It was played so much that you just sort of like... Yeah. You know, lock it out. (laughs) I can't remember... I don't know. As I sit here, I can't remember what I was super into the most at this moment in 97. I don't remember. It wasn't this. But looking back, I do love this. Not at the time. I wasn't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wasn't like, oh, this sucks at the time. I just, I don't know. I can't even remember what I was super into. Uh, it was generic. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. No. I definitely was into Nine Inch Nails. That's for sure. And this was a weird point. You know, actually, yeah, like I was really into Nine Inch Nails. This is between the Downward Spiral and the Fragile. Mm. And there was, the Downward Spiral was in 94. It was already 97 now. And we're like, is where's the Nine Inch Nails album? Man, like, come on. And Trent was just not having a good time. <laughs> at all no he was bumming out <laughs> well that should have been better for him yeah he was weeping into a giant pile of money and drugs um so he was bumming out and little did we know it was going to be a couple more years before a, a new album came so the perfect drug came and we were all like holy fuck like this is crazy and awesome that there's new nine inch nails but can we get an album son This is a wild swirling of a swirl in my ears. <laughs> and outside, too. Yeah. Ow. This is a uh, wild situation that they're playing right here. Now I know why people do this, why bands do this type of thing. Usually I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's for people like me. Yeah. Right now. Because normally I wouldn't really like that. No. I'm like, okay, guys, it's over. I'm cool with it now. Right now I'm real fucking cool with it. I think it sounds awesome. Mushrooms.com. Greatest sponsor ever. Are you getting paid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you imagine a so mushroom sponsorship? <laughs> I won't even take their money. Like, y'all can have that. I'll have to try the product. <gasps> Sarah, oh, McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. Your former lover. Adia. Baby, where you been? Sarah. Give me that kiss. 
She's nasty too. Right on the Upper Darby Street. She tried to she, get me. She's in Upper Darby? She tried to get me. She probably thinks about me from time to time. <laughs> Don't you think, Jared? No. Not laying awake at night thinking of you. You don't think she's there no. with her husband? <laughs> Maybe there was this one guy in Upper Darby. story hold on hold on i need more weed (laughs) okay okay 1990 whatever's fumbling towards ecstasy sarah's previous album to this one this album is sarah's um it's called surfacing okay it's like her second or maybe it's her third whatever album her previous album was fumbling towards ecstasy jerry you might not remember, but I told a story all about this album. Yeah, I remember. It's the first time I had Unprotected Sex. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Fumbling Towards Ecstasy. Anyway, great album. So, I was already into that album back then when it was out. So, I was anticipating the next Sarah McLaughlin album, if you can imagine such a scenario in your mind. I was. And on the day of its release, my friend Kelly had this friend Kelly. She said... Uh, I'm riding my bike to Borders, which was a bookstore nearby, but not so nearby. Like, it's a little bit of a fucking hike. She's like, I'm riding my bike. I'm going to to Borders. I'm going to get this new Sarah McLachlan album. Would you like me to pick up a copy for you? And I said, hell yes, Kelly. Could you pick up that new Sarah McLachlan record for me? Bring me a copy on the compact disc. And she did. And she rode her ass to Borders on her bicycle. And then all the way from Borders to my house. Which again, guys, miles. Several fucking miles. And she did it. That's good for her. She had a thick rump on her, this Kelly. Not gonna lie. Uh, Help power the bike. She was a young woman. I was a young man. We were friends. She had a thick rump. And, yes. we, and we let her know about it. She was aware. But we reminded her. And she knew that we knew. And she liked it. She liked the attention that her thick rump garnered her. And we knew that she knew that we knew. It became in that part, she knew. Yeah, it became part of it. It was part of it. This is Kelly. And she's got a thick ass. And we like it. And she knows. Kelly. <laughs> <sighs> Kelly, if you're out there, <clears throat> thank you for that CD. <laughs> I, I did love I think ass. Oh shit, Jerry. Sex style. 
Okay. Were you aware of Cool Keith? Cool Keith is a weird. He's a wild motherfucker. Niggas want it free, they dogs drink my piss. <laughs> you want freestyle, that's right, the style is free. Niggas suck my dick and they girls drink my pee. <laughs> I want some mess in them shit you can't get with. Pull your panties down on stage. What are you doing, Jerry? I can hear it though. Oh, this Jerry. I picked this for you. Plus, it's awesome. He, cool Key does it. Awesome voice. He's good at it. He just happens to be insane. <laughs> He's an insane person. With a great voice. Saying what was sperm dripping down your partner's butt? I see them season my face with they ass up. Let me put my cape on my rope wow. and my mask up. Not no he is fucking he's, he's a perv. I'm in the club naked, man. I'm the fucking He could have been a millionaire if he didn't do this. He's a perv. Dude, he's hilarious. Just try for a moment to put yourself in the brain of Cool Key. Niggas want it free, they dogs drink my piss. Back I wreck shit, so what nigga? I masturbate, see your girls cock back her legs tied like a figure eight. I'm on stage getting sucked by Madonna, sticking pipes in your ass, you stop the by Madonna? I pioneer this shit, you keep on sucking dick, your girl in the crowd, walking me for a naked flick. I got my silk underwear for the atmosphere. Dude, I gotta be honest. This sounds so good right now. I'm I could freak out. This is awesome. I mean, look, he's ridiculous. He's saying amazing fucking ridiculous things. But it sounds awesome. Terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's a nasty fucking beat though. Like, I love this. Jerry, are you drinking enough water? I don't know. I've not been drinking enough water. <laughs> we must drink water, Jerry. Right. Okay, we must hydrate. Remember what they say? I gotta be honest, this water is fucking delicious. <laughs> it's just some fucking water. Goddamn, mushrooms are amazing. They just made water delicious. I just drank stupid water, Jerry, and it's delicious. I just said that, and I mean it. It's fucking delicious. I can't wait to drink more of it right now. Oh, my God. Thank you, God. I've I, I turned to a man of God now. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a mushroom. Uh, just for the record, guys, I'm just kidding. God is not real. I don't think there are enough mushrooms in the world to convince me otherwise, really. Um, guys, this is Prodigy with special guest vocals by Let's See Who, Jerry. Stink. <laughs> Stink? Let's see, it might be Stink. It's going to sound a lot like him anyway. Oh my God, I'm going to die right now. Oh, that is so good. I'm... Yo, I used to check out lyrics upon the format Bill was still with Cool Keith, bitch He's all business now 
Listen to this. When he wants to get fucking just accurate on the fucking mic, listen to him. He can do it all. He's an insane genius. Listen to this, Jam. Dude, that is tough. Holy shit, I am right now, Jerry, freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm having a freak out induced by fucking Cool Key. <laughs> cool Key! Prodigy. Did I even say this was Prodigy? This is Prodigy. Yeah, This is the old, uh, the fat of the land. This is our big album. Dude, he's awesome. He wants to be. Yeah, like this is awesome. Oh, you, man. Holy power. Diesel power. Guys, I mean, welcome to the Nightbird, and I'm sorry, I am getting hype. It's because of Cool Key and Mushrooms made me insane. I wish all you guys were here, man. I wish I could force people... <laughs> to be right here with me right now. You would love this podcast so much. <laughs> it's a wave thing, this thing, man. What's that? It's a wave thing. I don't think I ever did this much with you before, so it was always whatever you did. No, this is more than we've done on here before. Oh, God. Well, before, what'd you have? How many caps? Four. Four capsules would be a little more than a gram. You probably had a gram and a quarter-ish. Yeah, that's enough. I'm estimating. Ten, but this is okay, too. I'll take it. This is really fun for me. And for you. I love this. Now, if I wasn't doing this with you, if I wasn't doing a podcast right now, two and a half grams would be... Well, it's at nighttime. I, you know, if it was daytime, I'd certainly be outside. But... I will happily, on any amount of mushrooms or not, put on headphones and listen to awesome jams. Like, I do that on mushrooms a lot. If I get on, well, I don't even do mushrooms a lot. But when I do, a high percentage of those times, I would love to just put on some headphones and listen to jams. Guys, Hanson, this was a huge song. This is 97. Mbop. This was their jam. Also, I should mention, this is the last song on the playlist, guys. What? This is the last song on the playlist. Oh, shit. I know. But that doesn't mean our fun has to end. I'm going to fire up a jam or three or seven. Yes, I made it 
Listen to his sweet little voice. These girls could rock, man. <clears throat> they were beautiful. They're adorable. Like, really. Listen how good they are. Like, it's such bullshit. They didn't deserve the hate. Like, when they came out, you could not have paid me to listen to this. I was like, what? Are you serious? Fuck you. Like, I'm not gonna... This isn't even... I wasn't even mad at it, because why would it even be for me? It's not for me. This is for children. This yeah. is for girls. This is for girls it with bubblegum. It was yeah. Spice Girls. It was this. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And boy, did they ever hit their target market on the fucking nose. In a big way. Oh, my God. Every panty was a... Well, guys. Bosses. <clears throat> it made contact. Let's just say. They went through puberty at the right time for themselves. Correct. All right. I mean, look, it's really good. It's fine. It does, it does what it's supposed to do. <laughs> like, they're really good. Like, it's crazy. They are really good. I mean, I know I have done mushrooms. And you're trying. But it's really good. Like, what? what's the bad part of it? Nothing. It's catchy. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I get it. It's super... You know, it is what it is, man. It's it's sticky sweet. It's not offensive to anyone. But sometimes, sometimes, Jerry, all we need as a people is some unbridled joy. That's all we need. We need to just fucking untether once in a goddamn while, people. Like... Don't feel some kind of way for liking this song. Of course, it's a great fucking song. It's unbridled joy. Children made this song. They've hardly experienced a sadness in their life. It's a gift that they were able to write this and give it to us while they were so pure. They were literally pure. They knew nothing of the world. They knew yeah, nothing of the world. They were children. They never paid a bill. This is the sound of children that have never paid a bill. They've never been broken up with. They never got somebody pregnant that they didn't did even somebody, like that did some, much. Did somebody write this for them? No, these fuckers wrote this. Great, this beautiful great, little child clear, wrote lyrics. this. Listen to him. A shitty DJ scratching? It's just pure joy. <clears throat> it's fucking great. Am I am I lying? It's great. It's great. It's okay. simple. It's simple. <laughs> it's pure. It's catchy. Like, what's he supposed to write about? Is he supposed to write about that time he was drunk or did heroin and got broken up with and almost yeah, died? Really like, he time. hasn't experienced anything except, guys, this is awesome! Holy cow! Let's sing because we're good at it! Because the Lord sent Joseph Smith to Utah, and here we are with magic underwear, and this song is awesome! It's fucking great! It's all too real. He's beautiful. Like, what's his fucking name?
Which one is he, Zach? The Taylor, Zach. Taylor, Taylor. This is It's So Easy. Okay? <clears throat> this is Guns N' Roses? This is Guns N' Roses. It's literally the opposite song. Holy fuck. I see your sister in a Sunday dress. Wow. <laughs> Holy fuck you. Dude. That's the greatest sound in the world. That might be the greatest sound in the world. Wow, I can barely stand it. They were so awesome. Fucking Duff in there. Oh my god. Whoever else. Slash. What, dude? Why don't you just... Oh! Slash was on fire, dude. Listen to this band. This is the sound of a band on fire, guys. These young, insane people. These are young, insane people. It's so great, Jerry. Can I just tell all of you guys? It's so great that we live during a period of time when we figured out how to hit record while people did this. It is terrible. I don't. It's my worst show. What are you talking about? You don't like this? Oh no! What's happening here is good, but the sound of this. The sound's fine. Oh, it's incredible. For me, I didn't. I didn't put my best effort in. No, no, I mean that someone's able to hit record on moments like Slash and Axel and these dudes freaking out right there. Like, like, we've had civilizations, Jerry, millennia, that went by and they couldn't record the shit. They didn't have a fucking Marshall. They hadn't even invented a fucking kick drum. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. They could build a pyramid, Jerry. But could they write, it's so easy? No. No. Lost. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What are you doing, Jerry? Jesus. Just don't disrespect everyone. Uh, Guys, this is maybe the greatest song in the world. Okay. Mara. Um, please excuse your child if she's in the room. <clears throat> this is the greatest song in the world, guys. Rocket Queen. You're gonna notice as the verses begin, there's a there's a sexual bravado that's being bantered about here, Jerry. 
That's what it is. It's a young but experienced braggadociousness. But we'll notice later during the final third it changes. Listen to this motherfucker. But then you'll do whatever I like. I would, I would, Jerry, often we've debated, would we allow a random child somewhere, anywhere to be deleted in order to save this jam? And I'm not even joking, guys. I would stomp all over that button so many times to save this song. I'd risk even my own life. I'd sacrifice my own life so that this song could live on for the people. Because I think the people need it. I think it's worth it. Uh, Yeah, this sexual bravado that we hear, you know, he gets a little, a little sentimental toward the end. And it's really a beautiful transformation that we hear in tone this is so good and sexy to me Mm. come here Jerry come closer to me right now man come here let me close my eyes and pretend you're a young Cindy Crawford (laughs) (laughs) Cindy You need to shave (laughs) What's the matter with you woman (laughs) Terry listen to me (laughs) Listen to me now brother Can you hear me I'm penetrating your brain, my man. Thank you. Give me your brain. That's yours. (laughs) I'm yours. Now listen to this. I love this shit, and we're getting to my favorite part of the greatest song in the world. Listen to this transformation they begin to make here. Oh. Dude. That is triumphant. I'm gonna... I am feeling emotional. That is killing me right now. It's so good. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, guys. Wow, that's good. I know you don't understand right now. I, it's okay. I, I don't get now. I don't get it. I get it later. Okay. This is killing me right now. Was this 97? No, this is 87. Oh, God. <laughs> Standing until 
So fucking good, I'm literally about to die. Jerry. Wow. I mean, holy fuck. This has gosh. been a journey, man. This is the night burn. I'm sorry. Whew, that was a little excited. Guys? Jerry? Yeah. I could burst. You uh, I am, sounded like it. I could burst right now. That song is the greatest fucking song. It's so good that the end of that song, you couldn't. You can't tell me there's a better one. Not Which good. one's better? Which one, motherfucker, is better than that? Tell me, Jerry. It's very unnightburn. All right, all right. Oh, fuck me. Okay. What I meant to say is, Jerry, I demand that you tell me right now. Okay. What fucking song is better than that? That fucking Rocket Queen is the greatest. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's so great. We, no, I'm not. Okay. <clears throat> Guys, you think I'm exaggerating when I talk about how we're so lucky to be alive during a time. Think about the fact that the whole overwhelming majority of humans that have ever been or will ever be exist at a time when there's no rocket queen, they never heard it. They will never hear it. They've never known about it. I want. I want to be honest with you. I'd be, <sighs> I'd be pretty comfortable with that, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Like it was nice. It was. A, it was a good little diversion, but it's over. We have to accept it. it but it's never it. over, man, because it's always there. When I'm not listening to that song, <clears throat> there's a lot of times where I'm thinking about it, or I'm talking about it. I talk to people about this song mm-hmm. all the time. Seriously. I've been in love with it since 1987. 
And I can't stop talking about it because it's the greatest song in the fucking okay <laughs> in the fucking world. That was the Nightbird. Go to the Grunge Podcast. Do you understand <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying, man? And like, we're lucky. We're lucky that our little piece of random fucking dust that we are, or whatever. Coexists with Rocket Queen. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad it's here. The end of that song, Jerry, I could really fucking die. Like, it almost, I wish I could describe to you the feeling, guys. Like, I'm dying in the most fantastic way. I guess that's what I could say about it. It's super intense. Is the love, Jerry, it is within me. Mm Mm-hmm. The love and and just, I'm just so thankful that it's happening to me mm-hmm. when I hear it. And all of these fantastic jams. Listen, we man, what do you think of this playlist we just played? Let me just, okay, I for, I I'll focus it. for a minute, guys. I I'm sorry. It. I realize that I love Rocket Queen, and God damn it, it's good. What'd you think of this playlist, Jerry, 1997? <clears throat> I thought it was nice. I thought. Okay, I've been on a journey here. Would you? Can you share in any way the journey that you've been on? Long and arduous, dusty. Have you? Is it that your mind goes places? Does it remind you of actual real life times or things that were good or bad? Might be at work. Work ninety seven. You know, we're listening to when I worked at a mall, and that's the feelings that it was conjuring. I I go in and out of consciousness with this stuff, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my hole right now. I'm sorry, I want to be functional, but uh, I, I give it an A. What's the matter, Jerry? I give it a, a solid A. The mushrooms are just feeling intense. Yeah, they're very intense. What is intense? Uh, the visuals, the look, the, you know, just want to look up in the sky right now. Do you have a certain kind of feeling within you right now? Cold. It's cold. Yeah. I'm with you with that. I get that. Um, you know what? Here, I'll, I, I, oh, no, I don't have the remote. Um, all right. Well, we can make it warm up in a moment. <clears throat> Did anything stand out about this playlist? <laughs> Uh, Cole Keith and his uh, absolutely degenerate fucking lyrics. <laughs> degenerate. He was out of control. Yeah, he needed to be, Right? He, needed he was out of hand on that jam. Yeah, that was a bad situation. He was saying, dare I say it, inappropriate things. Very. He was. But I'll tell you what, he turned it right around. He went ahead. They, they put an ad out for a sharp-dressed lyrical assassin. No funny business. Prompt. You got to be prompt. You got to be in the studio, on the beat. And goddamn, this cool Keith. He was good. It he was got himself one. cleaned up, didn't he? Yeah, in a real hurry. He showed up for work with a haircut, and he murdered mm. everyone on time. Good man. Anything else, Jerry? That'll be it. <clears throat> that was uh, the only thing that really stood out to you on the playlist. Yes. How about Sarah McLaughlin? No, I, I heard that one before. You did? Well, you have heard that song, but I, I also didn't. But I'm pretty sure she's pregnant with your child. <laughs> All these years later. Oh, yeah, it's the know. longest pregnancy ever. Full term. <laughs> she's been pregnant since the 90s. That child is 22 years old. Still. I hadn't even considered what we would name him. <laughs> 
I'm done with this podcast. Just close it, man. (laughs) Guys, thank you for joining us. This has been... Sex with Jerry. (laughs) Stop it, Jerry. Stop it. Okay, guys. Thank you for joining us. This has been the Nightbird 1997. (laughs) Okay. Go to thegrungepodcast.com. And join us on our social media platforms. There is a form where you can write an email. Don't be a square. Okay, guys. We're back. How about that? That was <laughs> that was whatever that was. Okay. I damn near died toward the end of that episode. Yes. I, you were very happy. Yes. In comparison. It, it, actually, a, a bleak... <laughs> <laughs> In contrast to what I went through, that whole thing. Now, you heard Cool Keith. I only remember Cool Keith. That's it. That's like, what you mainly that, remember. I remember Cool Keith, and I think we played Erica Badu or Lauren Hill. Badu. I don't remember. Yeah, we did uh, Erica Badu. Yeah, that was in the middle Great of Great jam. I had uh, laid in an almost fetal position yeah. in this chair for, I think, the better part of... <laughs> what I when I looked down at the clock, it said forty five, forty five, forty five, forty five. <laughs> yeah, he was saying a lot of things. I I, I had a, going through a spirit, not even a spiritual journey. I, I have done these things before. I have done psychedelics. Yeah. Uh, I can and before that, I remember just being a throwaway person. You know, being more just me as a singular thing. We've done the, we've done mushrooms on this show before. A little bit, yeah. And it, it was, again, in stark contrast to what we just hap- had happened. So for you, needless to say, relative that, to the experiences that you've had with me before, this one was more intense? That was It was super intense uh, for me. Again, I, I, people, yeah. are, people have their tolerances for these types of things. Sure. Oh. Uh, what is awake? What, a, what midway at the end? I think the better show was when we just started hanging out. Yeah, when we just yeah. Started oh, talking. that's another thing we should we should mention. So Jerry came in uh, a little earlier than usual that evening. We we like to get started. We we eat our little mushrooms. We wait a while for them to get cooking, and then we did the show, and that's what we did. Jerry was certainly feeling some kind of way by the time we even started the show. Right, I got kicked. Yeah, hard it it that. started off, and Jerry was in a state. Okay, I was feeling a little joyous, like I typically do with the mushrooms, and Jerry was in a situation. We but, did the episode, and it wasn't as bad up until uh, up until like maybe like five minutes into the show. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> right. like all hell broke loose. <laughs> right. So we did the show, and, and we'll we'll talk more about it. But then after the show was done, you know, we wrapped up, turned off the recorder. We're hanging out here for quite a while in and the jo- darkness. And for Joseph, and to Joseph's credit. Waited another half hour for me to recuperate. <laughs> like I was in, a, <laughs> yeah. I was in, I was on this. There's a futon in this garage, and I was in that futon facing the back of it. It's a with sofa my, bed. It's a sofa bed, and oh yeah, okay, it's a sofa <laughs> bed. It's it's bigger than a futon, and I had had my head buried in it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and uh, I think I think right when your son came in to say good night is when I got snapped. I snapped out of whatever nightmare I was living through at the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it just it just occurred to me there's an outside world. Everything's okay. Yeah, but um, so yeah, yeah. After the show was done, yeah, we wrapped up. We're hanging out for a while. Then I think we probably spent a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We were just hanging out here. Me and Jared were talking and just chatting about stuff and life and the mushrooms and we, the we, whole experience. What we don't normally do, and we should do more of it. And I, I agree. That's, that's to my. I do that. I get up and I go. Oh, see, this is off. I go, and yeah. there's no. 
It's just us talking on this, and then we don't talk about it. Yeah, it was a great little time between you and I. We listened to that Black Sabbath Uh, album, uh, Black Sabbath album, (laughs) seven times in a row. We listened to Sabbath Bloody Sabbath about seven (laughs) times in a row. It just kept playing back. And and it really... And it was really good. That was a good time. That was nice. I I enjoyed that. And we don't do it enough. We we call, we talk on the phone, but it was a a real friendship type moment. And, and, And beyond... This thing does its thing, but we are friends in real life. And he he really and Joseph really put his uh he really uh, extended the branch uh, to me. He didn't kick me out. Didn't yell. Uh, and I was good <laughs> with that. You know, I felt I, I felt a I, you know for the first time we say we love each other, but I felt a significant amount of emotion for you at that point. Yeah. Like now, just do you, you. want to? I'll go. Through do you want to sort of recap or well, or yeah? We haven't talked too much about Mm-mm. your the experience. We chatted just a little bit uh, the day after briefly, but you've been. Whatever processing this, so maybe you want to talk about it. Yeah, I do. I the, the uh, and I did. I, I, I definitely. I took. I left work early to do this one because right. I, I think it. It does. It. I do want to apologize uh, to all of our people. But one of these. Th- the thing with this show, and I, it is neat. We we talk over grunge music and we talk over regular music <laughs> and we do our thing. Regular music. But regular music and we talk over music as a whole. But we do what this is is sort of a therapy thing for me. I think I've I've opened myself up to a lot in public, which I've never I don't normally do. And most men don't. They won't talk about their feelings. They won't talk about yeah. their home life and how they do. It's their an thing. unusual situation for anybody. Really. For anybody. Yeah. But this in this in this case, it's another it's another chapter in what is been a year long just you know therapy session being questioned. Joseph is not a man uh, who, uh, <laughs> who just lets things lie. Like, oh, yeah, I, I, I made out with a girl with hepatitis. Well, what the fuck? Let's talk about that, you know? Like, and it, it's working out issues and problems that I – not even problems, but past stories, things I've forgotten. Yeah. And one of the nicer things about this is that I can be vulnerable, and I can do that. When we stopped – I will say, when we got when I got home, I was like, this can't go to fucking air. This, this can never be broadcast to anybody. <laughs> this is worried. my thing. But then the next day, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think people go through this. Real people – Go through this, and what I went through was while I while I tried to. I, I first thing first, I will say that this is the first mistake. As soon as something went badly, I was like, "Oh, okay, I got to get out of this. Can't do that with this shit." <laughs> right? You got to you got to ride it out, and you got to accept the fact that you're on a journey. And I did to a certain extent, but I re- my journey was going to be miserable. I made it miserable, but there's a lot in me that is negative, and I never saw myself like that. I always saw myself as somebody's like a. Sometimes I'll even play a part with you, and I told we talked. But we don't want to do that. We're like, okay, I'll yeah. I'll take the negative aspect. You take the positive aspect. <laughs> I yeah. will say I will say doing cocaine. I think one of your ideas. Yeah. We got to do heroin. I'm like no. <laughs> like I'll say no to a lot. Yeah. And I realized that. And when and, in truth, we are going to do the cocaine. Okay, but the, uh, <laughs> but that that's in you, which is which is what I realized is like. I've had bad trips before. I have. Sure. It, it, but they were all, it was, it was extenuating circumstances. That's in me. There was no reason to go through that. That's, I have to work some things out. And, and, and a lot of us do. I have, to, I have to face what is the inherent issue in my life. What's the problem? Why did that go south? You know, it, it, it's, 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 it's this crushing feeling. I went, I'll tell you, I might have even have said it on there. I feel like, I feel panic fear or something or the other where I'm being crushed by something. And I don't know what it's me profession. I was telling my wife about it uh, today, whereas like, you know, I've lost myself somewhere Uh, for five, for 10 years. I've been, I've been dealing with the general public first with the apartments, evicting people Mm. like, uh, and then there's a convincing people in the car sales. It's not a a nightmare. It's, it's, you're selling cars. But you're judged month to month to month to month, and nothing is ever good enough. And and 
I lost myself. Well, in that. it's a we, it's a unique type of job. I mean, n- not unique in the sense that it's so rare, but it's a little weird because you're using just the very human elements of yourself, your personality, your being, your just it's all coming through your face, mm-hmm. trying to convince somebody to do a thing that directly affects your livelihood, mm-hmm. and that yeah. that can be intense. It, it's very intense, and it, but it's not like again, people love it. People love the thrill. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah. I'm, I, I, if you don't want something, oh, go go away. You know, do what you do. Yeah. But I have to force myself to be a different person, and it almost bleeds into my social life where I have to. You've seen me in public with other people, and I think we talked about it. it was like, yeah. hey, how you doing? <laughs> like I smile, I like yeah. make eye contact. Yeah. It's intense. It's real. Like I'm here. You see, if anyone on a Zoom calls, I lean forward and stare at the camera. <laughs> like yeah, like thank you for giving me money. Type shit. You know, and and it, it, it's not natural. And and I think it hurts. It, it really has. It's hurt my family, and it's all these things. I, I'm not the same person. I want to be left alone more, and I'm not really indulging in anything that is pure and wonderful because I can't gain anything from it. And I lost myself. And then with this, and what you just listened to was me not finding anything, but realizing that there is a piece of me missing that I lost so many years ago and 10 years ago when I started like doing something I didn't want to do when I evicted a young family or I, or or had to tell somebody that you got it you're homeless now you, you you know or and then going up to other people's you can't afford this or or taking a monetary glee out of somebody with bad credit who can't afford the payment but they have to have something mm. and so like I'm capitalizing or I'm punishing people for just trying to live. And and I capitalize off their vanity and want. And that's not the way to look at sales. Salesmen aren't pure evil, but it's it's evil to me. And I force myself to do it so I can pay for a school, so I can pay for a house. And I always say, like, just put your nose down and grind. And you'll get eventually it will come to an end. Something good will happen. But if I don't look at something good or find something good or think about it or have a goal for purity, then I'm going to be in a nightmare. And it, regardless of, not nightmare, but I'm going to make bad things happen for people around me mm. if I'm just chasing a dollar just to get my kid into a Quaker school, which is beautiful, but like- That's rough. I'm, it, there's, there's a goal, yeah. but it's, it's for somebody else and it's not for me. Yeah. And when we did that, when the psychedelics kicked in, I'm an empty void. Mm. There's, I am only here to serve others. And I think that's when everything fell apart. And I wasn't in the right mind state for it. But, you know, half of what we do here is uh, exploring the human aspect. It's a nostalgia podcast. But for the first time, this was current and it was real. And I'm sorry you had to be subjected to me. I think I said Lauren Hill was, I think I said Lauren Hill was pedestrian. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Erica Badu. Erica Badu's pedestrian. Yeah, you did, you did. You did. I thought it was a great song. It, it I probably is. And I know it's a good song. <laughs> On and on. And Cool Keith's a pervert. I love Cool Keith. He's a crazy pervert. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that, that, I th- there's a lot to work on before I ever take that journey again. Yeah. But so I, now I you learned can, so much. Uh, and by all means, I, I'm not going to uh, Russia, you can feel free to uh, expand on all this as much as you want, but I don't want to, I just want to, I guess, get in a, in a perspective on now that, now that you've sat on this for a little while, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's as easy to just black and white a situation like this, but now that you've been through it, you, you dealt with the uncomfortable part during the moment 
and then you've had a little time to sit on it. I guess if you look back on it, can you simply color it as this was a good thing that happened or, or you'd rather it didn't? No, no, I, 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 I need to, I need to be confronted with that. It's valuable. It, it was super valuable. I'm yeah. just I'm straight up Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> it's super unnecessary. Yeah. No, but it, it, <laughs> yes. it, 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 it was like that, getting knocked out and getting punched in the face three times by yeah. a man who had it. I've had, I've had one or two. I'm sure I've mentioned them here or there, but I've had a couple of trips. You know, I've never said I've had a bad trip um, because I've never had one that I regret. I don't wish it didn't happen. I don't feel that way. But I had a couple that were challenging and I absolutely believe they were very valuable for me, and I'm right. glad they happened. Well, yeah, and I think when I'm mature enough, and and maybe later, yeah. I think I will listen to that episode. But right now, I don't think I can take it because no. the, the one you just listened to, I, I I need to work on some things. And and yeah, was it? Would I say never again? No, I'm I'm gonna do this again. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's I just gotta. Oh man, yeah. it was fucking weird. I care. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Jerry. I believe it. I believe it. You I've were, been there. I can't imagine. I can't believe how bulletproof you were. I'm that not you, bulletproof. That you I'm got, just, you know, well, I've you, just been there a couple times. Well, you and, got through it. Like, oh, I, yeah. There's a guy over Jerry, here. Jerry, I was looking forward to that little mushroom trip for quite a while. Recently, over the last, I don't know, whatever it is, month or so, a couple months, I've been really feeling like I needed one. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, feeling some kind of way, stressed out about this or that. Just... I just really wanted a mushroom day. I wanted to put on, you know, have some mushrooms, put on the headphones and come do this thing. And I'm sure you guys, you know, I'll, I'll have to listen back to some of the episode, but I remember laughing hysterically for most of the time and freaking out about music. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's, you know, very often what happens when I have mushrooms and listen to music. So, you know, goddamn rocket queen damn near ended my life. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I just want, I just wanted to put a bullet in it. I was so, I was so into not doing it anymore. Yeah. I felt everyone stare, but it was, it was everyone. No one was here. It was just a, it was so weird, Yeah, but it, it, I, I, yeah. It, oh, it, oh, one more thing. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to forget this very often when I have some sort of psychedelic experience, I not always, but often enough there's some sort of overarching theme or message or feeling or something that that I take away from it that seems to be the main theme that I'm left remembering or thinking about, you know, or whatever, post, post-trip, meaning the same day and the days after and, and so on. And there were a couple things, uh, again, that, that came from this one, and I'm going to tell you what they are. One, the simplest version is, after it was over, I loved you more than when it started. Really? I'm not even joking. Are you serious? Because I'm absolutely serious. I walked away. I got up. No, no. <laughs> I, I absolutely did. I felt, I felt, um, I just felt that I loved you more. Mm-hmm. I felt that we were better friends and that I just was like, I felt more of a bond with Jerry. That's what I felt. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, and this was a weird one because I wouldn't have necessarily predicted this me and you have our general dynamic on the show and we're ourselves on the show but we also fuck around for the show you turn it up to 11 yeah okay. yeah we, all we fuck around and jerry's role on the show is i don't know he's, he's i don't even know it's whatever he's jerry <laughs> and and i i'm a i'm a ball buster i mean jerry busts my balls too but i'm a yeah, ball yeah, buster yeah. for sure and and I'm aware, I'm aware of what we're doing on the show, and I'm aware of the way that it's going to be perceived, and, and that's okay. 
Um, but there is a perception that I think some people get, for better or worse, I don't know, that I pick on Jerry and then I'm mean to Jerry. And I get where that comes from. I'm aware. I bust his balls. I give him trouble. And I do mean well. Behind 90% of my ball busting, I do mean well. And the ones that we don't mean well, we have never really. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I, I became, post-trip, post I became a little more, I don't know what the word is, uh, concerned about that perception. And I wouldn't ever want that perception to bleed too much into our real lives. And so I think what it means to me and what I took away from it is I'm going to make more of a conscious effort without sacrificing the show. Yeah, don't. <laughs> to make it clear that I don't want to be mean to you, you, you that I love you. I think, no, I, that, the, and I'm going to try. When I'm going to be lost, nicer. When I lost most of the family members who started listening to the show, <laughs> yes. it was in the first three months. Oh, yeah. Because we were just feeling each other out. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have stuck around if I thought you were killing me dead every fucking time. I mean, I, we're, I'm just a different person. Have I ever lived and all that other shit? Yeah, I've been yeah, guarded. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I, I'm guarded. I, Jerry, I, I, do you even want to live? Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been with a foreign chick. I, I was like, what? No. And that, that stuff can be taken the way it is. Uh, I don't look at it that way. Uh, there is there is a dynamic. And I, I would, yeah, I guess I would be considered more of the... Uh, I the ball busty. The ball busty. More of an open book, actually. I mean, people who write me uh, say, like, I, you know, sh- thank you for sharing and all that other stuff. So there are some... It's never about the music. And, and people yeah. who, who do get on for the music end, end up quitting Twitter. Quitting our Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, do you even play music on this fucking <laughs> yeah, show? Yeah, dude. This is, that's not grunge. But <laughs> right. I, I felt... Yeah, I felt we were better friends at the end um yeah overarching like like this now i mean not that we didn't hang out socially before and there was one moment where i was like fuck this i think it was wasn't even on the show it was when i came over with wine after i passed out uh at the ufc fight i was like, i'll never do this again yeah i will right. never ever but uh no i i think it was i think we bonded better um they were better friends and i think this is a journey i look forward to more every day look at that uh, like like uh, I I want what I want this documented. Would I want my daughter to hear this? Yeah, yeah. I think when it comes time, and if she ever, if, when I die, and if she ever goes back into and, the and annals make no of the mistake, grunge, the actual episode itself as a recording, it's probably embarrassing for us both. Yeah, we're I not mean, it's probably way. ridiculous and embarrassing, but well, I also don't give a well, fuck. Well, you talk about making moments, you know, yeah. uh, uh, memories. Do you think that this will fade? No, no. Something oh, yeah. like this will last forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many people, like, like we all know people, they've used drugs or psychedelics or whatever throughout their life at various moments. They've had good times, bad times, embarrassing times. None of them were recorded and released to the internet. <laughs> For such an extended amount of time, while they're like grown men, grown fucking, <laughs> you want to talk? there? Yeah, I think maybe you know what the bad trip was. Or there's no white privilege in mushrooms. <laughs> yes, it doesn't care. But yeah, near the end, and I won't drag this out too long. I know you guys had a long episode. Sure. You taking this journey with me? Uh, there was something you said at the end, uh, at the end of the night. Now I just to peel back the curtain, and it's it has, uh, it's just it's gesticulated. It's it's implanted into my mind. Is that if I'm happy. Everyone else around me will be happy. Yeah, sure. uh, it's like, infectious. It's right? infectious. Like you, 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 why are you doing this? Why can't you just go with what's easy for yourself? Like, I mean, we're still working on all that other stuff, but like, be your best self, and the people around you will appreciate you more rather than you just, you know, 
no, we gotta do this, we gotta do this, and then it happens. Yeah. And that's something I've been uh, that that's I, I think I'm gonna take steps to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Rather than chisel away at yourself to become a thing, let people just appreciate the real thing that you already right, are. That, right. That's essentially that what was, it is. And that was that. And I think that was when I came out of my. Uh, I came out of my version of, of mental Vietnam, and that's <laughs> that was one of the first things I heard. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll I won't listen to this until I think. <laughs> Give it a little while. <laughs> Give it a bit. Yeah, and then uh, I'll get told about it. Though there are friends that I'm work. sure. <laughs> I'm sure you all right, man. <laughs> Jared, what what are you doing? <laughs> Fuck that guy. You're 43. <laughs> you have a daughter. You have a daughter. Yeah, it's gonna come up. Yeah, I even got a little picture already picked out for the Instagram. <laughs> I'll show it to you before I leave. But yeah, man, uh, thank you. I, I know I, every time I say it, uh, I don't think I said My it at pleasure, the show. My pleasure, yeah. Uh, just another, like, I th- really, man, and, if, and, and it's just me and you talking. That was just, it was life-changing. And I and you don't get a lot of those moments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Especially for 45, 45, 45, 45. <laughs> That's right. Whatever, That's time, a lot of whatever time that were. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, all all right. Is that everything we have for this? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll just keep following up on it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it, how it goes. Everybody, thanks for listening. By all means, uh, I don't know. Fuck off. <laughs> splash, splash, splash. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.